Hey, I'm Diane Del Reyes, acupuncturist, entrepreneur, and online course creator. After being in the wellness industry for over 20 years, there was one word that changed the entire trajectory of my business, and that word is leverage, baby. Once I knew I could make a bigger impact and income and create a life of freedom to do more of the things that I loved, including traveling anywhere, anytime, I became obsessed and have since sold online courses to thousands. And now I'm obsessed with teaching other women in wellness to do the same. Welcome to Her Wellness Business Empire podcast, where I will share simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you create your own version of your wellness empire. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Her Wellness Business Empire podcast and YouTube. I am so excited about today's show because I am sharing the stage with Dawn. I don't know, some people say Dawn, Dawn from my New Jersey side. I say Dawn, (laughs) Dawn, Dawn Appowin. She has been dubbed the queen of copywriting. And we get into the nitty gritty about how to actually become an effective copywriter as a woman in the wellness industry. And we're covering topics on the the difference between content writing and copywriting, what are effective copywriting practices, creating emotional connection, the role of AI in copywriting, and so much more. One of the favorite things that she says in this, and you'll hear it a couple of times, is that people are praying for you. And that basically what that means is your people are out there and they need what you have to offer. And it's a disservice if you're not showing up and connecting with them and meeting them. And Dawn's going to help us figure out how to do that in an effective way. So I'm super excited about today's event. I'll share her cred in the show notes below and how to get in touch with her. But let's go. You're going to love it. Welcome, Dawn. I am so happy that you're here. You and I have known each other now. Is it three years? Yes. That's crazy. crazy. We did a, a really impactful leadership training together that was over four months. And that's how we got to know each other. And now we're both living in the same region in the Pacific Northwest. So that's really fun. We get to at some point get together and hang out. So I'm excited about that. But the first thing I want you to do is kind of just share your story, how you got to be a copywriter. Yes, happy to share. I haven't always been a copywriter. It's kind of a- weren't born that way? A lot of, yeah. Right out the womb, I was writing, you know, a a twisted road that I ended up here, but it's been incredible. My husband and I used to be pastors. We co-pastored together and we're executive directors of a nonprofit doing 80,000 services a year in our community here in Washington. And it was good. It was a lot of work and very stressful. And ultimately I had my daughter and I was juggling both and just wanted to be home more with her. And then as the situation with work and leadership got very abusive, Mm. I decided that it was time to move on to something else and get to be the mom that I wanted to be. So I Googled work from home, 
got into digital marketing and affiliate marketing and like they sort of, we throw shade on that area of online business, but it's really what got me started. And I discovered copywriting because I was in this community of affiliate marketing and people were like, why do your ads do so well? Why does your landing page convert better? Like, why are you making more sales? I was the only girl on the leaderboard of 20 normally. That's wow. a, a very bro heavy world. Um, <laughs> copywriting still is heavily bro, but a lot more women are joining now. So it's been exciting to watch over the last five years. I've definitely been in rooms where I've been the only girl. So not as much lately, which is nice. But yeah, that's how I got started is just people started seeing that my stuff was doing really well. And then I didn't know what copywriting was. You know, this is back, I say back in the day, I literally had just switched out from using a flip phone to a smartphone. <laughs> so I went from like a flip phone to making money online is a big switch for the non-tech girl. I always share that my husband literally laughed out loud when I said <laughs> I started an online business and he laughed out loud. And then he was like, but you don't know how to turn on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> which is still true to this day. I do not know how to use our TV because I don't watch TV and I don't care, but <laughs> I, I was not very techie. I will admit that, but everything is figure outable. And yeah. I was, I like to say they, they messed with the wrong mama bear and I was determined to stay home with my kiddo, which ultimately I did. We quit ministry and rebuilt our lives. I started mm. my business. We both worked at a, another nonprofit, but I was working from home at first so that I could do both. And then ultimately I quit that. And then a year later I retired my husband. So we're both. Wow. Um, wow. That's amazing. Yes. I yeah. Love that would have been about a year after we met when I retired him. That's so cool, Don. I love that so much. I don't think I knew that particular fact that it was so quick. So that's interesting. And I'm going to, I'm going to jump back to something that you said here in a minute, because of this, like you said, this bro heavy industry, I am intrigued by that because of some recent experience, but so I want to, I will pin that and come back to it, but I'm wondering, so my audience are women in the wellness industry, mostly holistic practitioners. Now, can you share some insights on the importance of effective copywriting for women in the wellness industry looking really, the question I get the most is how can I find clients? And they, they want to expand their reach and their impact. Mm -hmm. mm, love this question. And, you know, here's the first thing. Number one is people are praying for you. That's what I always tell every mm. business owner. You have a solution that people mm. are looking for. They have a problem or some kind of pain that is getting to the point where it's bad enough that they're willing to invest their money. They're willing to pay, which to our primal brain is pain. They're willing to pay for your solution for whatever it is that you can help, help them feel better. So that's the first thing is know that, you know, it's not salesy to sell. It really is, you know, you have a beautiful gift in the wellness space. I've supported many, many clients in wellness. I actually, I don't know, even know that you and I have talked much about my journey since we met into holistic health and different, you know, plant-based and paleo and really oh. going into all natural for everything toxin-free from makeup to soaps to everything in my life. So 
So it's very important to me. So I say that knowing that that's your audience. Like we live like here in America and even in Canada, um, we're so, I want to say dependent on the Western system, maybe brainwashed. I just think that we need, we need health and wellness practitioners who are not just dependent upon medications to mask symptoms, but we need you to get back to the root cause of why something in our body is not working right. And, you know, we are holistic and you know, all of this, like mind, body, emotions, spiritual, it's not just, Oh, take this med and you'll be fine. So just know that number one is that I always say you have a duty to show up Mm. and use your voice and speak your truth because people need to hear it. I didn't know. I get so frustrated. I just had a conversation with my brother over the weekend where we said, you know, you don't know what you don't know. You know, back in the day when I didn't know about the the harms of medication, I didn't know about the long-term effects or that, you know, Hey, I have this one problem that's actually related. Like I had a skin condition from when I was a kid that I, I was still dealing with as an adult because they always just gave me like a steroid cream instead of being like, Hey, it's because of your diet it's a problem in your gut. You know, they don't tell us those things. And I'm so frustrated. Like I had gone to the doctor so many times for this one issue and it it took like 20 years. And then I ended up healing myself because I was done with Western medicine. I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out myself, which is why I went down the plant-based rabbit hole and, you know, getting into that sort of thing. So that's just like, from a copywriter perspective and someone who loves holistic health and wellness, you have a duty to share this message and to speak your truth, which means showing up on social media, which means, you know, being unapologetic about not, not like mean or sassy, but be unapologetic about people, empowering people to know that there's a different way, empowering people with education. I have one client whose tagline is get educated, not medicated. Ooh, that's good. I love that. <laughs> and I think you can be sassy if that's your brand. <laughs> you can't be sassy, but not I in like a, a bit sassy you know how, <laughs> not in like an in your face. Right, like, right, right. You're wrong. Not combative, and, not combative. Yeah, not combative, but yeah. for sure. I have one client that's very sassy. We write with, you know, a few F-bombs here and there and just very sassy, but you can be <laughs> sassy, just not, yeah, combative and in their face. I think, yeah. you know, ultimately everybody gets to make their own choices about their body and things like that. But the the problem of what I've seen And the frustration from a consumer point of view of, you know, I would be probably an ideal client for some of you listening is that we just don't know. I I just didn't know. I've grown up in the West with Western medicine and I wasn't taught those things. You tend to just trust people in uniforms and doctor's coats and uh, I don't really anymore, but um, yeah, that's the journey that I've been on. So I think it's just so important. Your message is so important and getting it. I don't want to say right, but being able to communicate in a way that connects with other people, like that tagline, get educated, not medicated. That's something that I worked with my client on. There are other ones as well. You know, what's another one? All naturally, naturally, don't settle for ordinary, you know, different things. Your health is your wealth, different things like that, where you connect with your ideal people by talking about the issues, talking about why those things don't work. Be polarizing. That's one thing I always say is like, don't be afraid not to like really tick people off, but don't be afraid to repel people and have them leave your world because you're going to be more magnetic 
to the ones who are really into you. Like there's always going to be people that are just kind of like so-so and can take it or leave it. But you want, that's like more vanilla, right? You want to really tap into people's emotions. Like one of the questions that I always ask clients is like, what makes you angry Mm. specifically about your niche or your industry? Mm. Like what really pisses you off? Mm -hmm. What myths do you hate that people believe? You know, like it might be like acupuncture is painful or acupuncture is woo-woo quackery or, you know, like things like that. Yeah. Where you want to kind of like open the can of worms, get people a little bit agitated, get people emotional. We buy on emotions. We get engaged, you know, in emotional things. So stir up some emotions. And that starts with you being tapped into your own emotions and knowing what makes you angry about the industry? What is so wrong about Mm. your industry? And, you know, the villain, which, you know, in this case might be Western medicine, might be a lack of education. It depends on what slant you want to take. But, you know, every story has a villain. Every story has conflict. So talk about Mm. it Mm. and get people, you know, it's kind of like the proverbial, you know how kids like their backseat, they're like poking each other. Like, mom, he touched me. (laughs) That's me first. Like, (laughs) think of it like that like you just want to kind of like poke around and get people awake get people to start Mm -hmm. thinking differently because we don't have to accept status quo and we really can live natural healthy lives that are vibrant and where you feel good and you don't need you know 10 medications to get through the day that sort of thing so so yeah oh gosh that's such a great response. Thank you so much. I, I love this idea of, first of all, it's your duty to show up because you have something that can help somebody. And why would you not share that with them? Um, and what gets you angry? What a great question. Uh, that's going to be something I contemplate. I already had some things that came up for me personally, and then really don't be afraid to be polarizing. And it's not for this to me, like when I hear that from you, it's not for the sake of being polarizing, but for taking a stand, right? Taking a stand, claiming your truth and not, and being like you said, unapologetic about it. So I think that's so powerful. And, and I think that's really impactful. And and I think I imagine my audience is really feeling that. And the other thing I was thinking of, like you went through this whole journey over the last few years of your own discovery in natural medicine, there had to be some level of good copywriting out there for you to be attracted to that. So like you had to find your way and it was through cop, you know, people's copy and messages that allowed you to move forward with whomever or whatever product or whomever it was that you decided to work with. Right. Like there Mm -hmm. had to be certain messaging around that. So that's amazing. So what are, what are some of the common challenges for, I'm going to just keep it in my, with my audience, female wellness entrepreneurs face when it comes to crafting compelling content and how can, you know, being a good copywriter help overcome those challenges or hiring the right copywriter? How can copywriting overcome these challenges? Yeah, great question. So first I would say, number one is know you're worth it. 
that's where it starts your belief in yourself which not only is a challenge for many women but especially women in the wellness space it's just known for being cheap or inexpensive you know a cheap yoga class or you know it's it it's almost like another version of the starving artist being in the wellness industry has this stereotype of being kind of broke and yeah, so I think that's that's the first thing I would say is be confident in who you are and the value that you bring to the world. One of my favorite phrases is my gifts are of high service to the world and I am massively compensated for them. Mm, so that's mantra. where I would start. Great mantra. Yes, I love it. That's so good. I love it. So yeah. it starts with the mindset and your confidence and knowing your worth. And then from there with your messaging, it... Number one, you want to bring in your story. Most of, at least from what I've experienced, most wellness practitioners are in it because they've overcome their own journey of wellness. Definitely. So it's sort of that your mess becomes your message. So tell your story, figure out how to craft your story in a way that's compelling, that relates to people. You know, I have that client I mentioned before, who's a naturopathic doctor. Now he owned pharmacies for 40 years. He saw that people never got better on meds. He kept selling the meds to them and it just broke his heart. He's like, I don't want to sell them anymore. Like I want them to actually get better. Mm. So he became a naturopath and now he helps people get better naturally. And specifically with people aging, the aging population with osteoporosis, which is the number one killer of women. Falls, fractures, fractures and falls. So, you know, that's his story. You know, I have another client who, another naturopathic doctor helps women in menopause. Because her menopausal journey was insane. Even though she was a naturopathic doctor, she was like, you know, what the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. what is happening to my body? Yeah. And so her story, it, it's part of the message that she has now is she's, because she gets it. Yeah. Right. You understand your ideal client on a level that, you know, a lot of times other people can't if they haven't experienced it. So that's but, the next step yeah. is being able to tell your story and then relate it to people and then being able to use their words as well. And Mm. it can be a little bit of a hangup for us if we were our ideal client, say three years ago, because we think, oh yeah, I know what it was like. I remember blah, 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 blah. But when you're two or three years removed from something, you've already changed so much. You still need to do market research. You still need to talk to your ideal people and ask them questions. The best copy literally is just word for word verbatim what your clients are saying. Totally. So I always tell people, keep a copy bank. I do this for my clients. They'll pop in Boxer and be like, hey, a client today said blah, blah, blah. And I'll put it in their copy bank because- Oh, that's so great. A copy bank. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be anything. It could be your notes app on your phone. It can be a Google doc, Evernote, like whatever you use to just jot things down so that when you sit down to write an email or a landing page or a sales page, you just open that bad boy up and you're like, oh, okay, that's a good phrase. You use it for headlines and all those things. So the copy bank is super powerful. It's like, yes, there's an art and a science to copy, but really it's simply just saying back to people what they've already said. And then they're like, oh my gosh, you're in my head. Yes. Because you already said it. I just said it back to you. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I love that. A copy bank. I'm going to start doing that for sure. Okay. I think this is, this next question is, 
is I can't wait to hear your response because I think there, you know, sometimes I think about it, there might be confusion. So could you explain like the key distinctions between copywriting for social media, email campaigns, website content, and share some like best practices for tailoring copy to each one of these platforms? Yes. Ooh like this question. So I'm very passionate that there's a huge difference between content writing and copywriting. Mm. I literally was just on a sales call where I was like, I do not write content and I never have, and I never will for payment as a copywriter. I don't do blogs or things like that, that are more content based. Yeah. Not that those things don't have a place. I just don't like them. And so I don't do them. But because I'm the kind of person I want to see quick results, I want to see sales, I want to see conversions on a landing page. So copywriting is, we often call it conversion copywriting, meaning Mm. you're getting a conversion, which is a percentage of people that land on the page that are saying yes to either a free offer or a paid offer. That's what conversion copywriting is. You don't have that same kind of conversion for a blog, say, right, or even a newsletter, unless you have a call to action at the end versus just like a a value newsletter you put out to your list. So those are the two biggest difference between content and copy. Copy is looking for an action and for Mm. a certain percentage to take action at the end. So it's persuasive copy content is more like value writing. Yeah. So massive difference in my mind. There's actually, we kind of joke about in the copywriting world, we're like, blog writers aren't real copywriters. (laughs) (laughs) We have a little fun with that. Sorry for bloggers Um, out there. (laughs) Yes, within my industry. So yeah, that's the big difference. Here's my favorite definition of copywriting. It's the art of getting other people to do what you want them to do, but for their reasons. That's so good. It's amazing. And let me tell you, this will help you in every area of your life. I will tell you why. So when my daughter was about three and four years old, about when you and I met, Uh she was not a fan of getting her hair brushed every day. But (laughs) mama here was like, I had a little girl because I wanted to brush her hair and style it and like make her all cute and everything. Right. (laughs) So what I realized though, is that I didn't want there to be, you know, a fight over having to, you know, wrangle her to brush her hair. And so every day I would say something like, Hey, today, do you want a Cinderella bun or do you want an Elsa braid? Ah, Uh, on a braids today or a mermaid braid. And probably about 99% of the time she would choose the princess and (laughs) do the hairstyle of the princess. I got what I wanted. She didn't look like she, you know, lived in a barn (laughs) and she got what she wanted because she wanted to look and feel like a princess. Again, I got her to do what I wanted, but for her reasons. For her reasons. That's such a great story to explain. With your kids, you can use it with your spouse, you can use it in your business. So think about as a business owner, okay, what do my ideal clients want and what are their reasons for wanting it? What's their version of look and feel like a princess? Because so often, I think the biggest mistake I see is that people, business owners are so focused in their copy on the things you get 15 training videos and six weeks of calls and blah, 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 all these features that nobody cares about. And instead you want to focus on results. People buy results. Number one, they buy results. So tell them the result. Are they going to lose 10 pounds in 21 days? 
or, you know, what is it going to be? What's that result? And again, that example, I'm specific with timeline and result. So either a monetary value, a weight value, oh. any kind of specific result you can give within a certain timeline, 90 yes. days, six months, whatever it is. Because they can picture it, right? Because then they can envision yeah. it. And they're like, yes, I want it's that. tangible. It's like, oh, I could do a six week program. Oh, I could do 90 days. And yeah. I want X result. But we get so bogged down by like all the features rather than focusing on the results and the benefits. So yeah. it's like you'll lose 21 pounds in four weeks. So that what's the so that get into your mind of your ideal client. And I think of it sort of like the Shrek, like peeling back the onion layers or cake as he talks about, but it's why, why do they want to lose the weight? Do they want to get in their skinny jeans again? Do they want to find their soulmate? Do they, you know, are they embarrassed now because they've gained 15 pounds, you know, the COVID 15 <laughs> or, you know, are they feeling like they're not as loved or desired by their spouse anymore? And that's why they want to lose the weight. Like mm. there's, there's always layers under, it's not about the weight. It's not about making money. Like none of that. Those are not real reasons. They're there, but that's the very top layer. That's, that's the, the outer, yeah. the outer transformation that they want. And every hero's journey has an outer transformation and an inner transformation. Oh, I love this distinction. This is good. Yeah. I yeah love and that. it's super important that you speak to both. So yes, yeah. give them that like surface level result that they get, you know, X number of pounds and X number of weeks. That's great. But you also have to speak to feeling sexy again, being mm -hmm. confident in your body, you know, whipping out those skinny jeans again, like the yeah. pre-baby skinny jeans, right? <laughs> like those are the things that people are going to connect with on an emotional level yeah. that they want. And, and people buy on emotions yeah, and then they back it up with logic once they've purchased. So that's why you have to tell stories because stories yeah. are emotional. So when you tell stories people feel emotions and then people buy on emotions. Yeah. And it's not manipulative because when you're in that emotion and in that pain, I, I just, this conversation, this question reminded me of that concept of sell them what they want, give them what they need. Right. Yep. It's a, so that's, but it's not manipulative. It's just that you have to speak to their pain. And then you get to support them. They're still going to get the result. It just might look different than they think. Yep. Right. Yeah. And there's a great analogy that kind of shows that in a little bit of a different way that I like to share, which is say you are needing to get to the airport to catch a flight to go see your daughter or, well, now she's drivable, but <laughs> you need to catch a plane to go wherever you're going. And you could have your spouse drive you. You could have, you could set up a shuttle express. You could order an Uber and a Lyft. They might come in a Jetta. They might come in a Prius to pick you up. Does it matter? Does it matter what vehicle gets you to the airport? Yeah. No. No, it doesn't, right? As long as you what get matters? there. <laughs> that you get there and you get there before your flight leaves. Yeah. <laughs> right? On time. On time. Right? Yeah. So yeah. your flight, getting on your flight is your result. That's yes. the result you want. So if the result is losing 20 pounds, they don't care how they get there. They just want to know, do you have the solution that solves my problem? I don't care if it's paleo or macros or, you know, whatever, 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 interim, blah, 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 features, benefits. They just right, want right. to know, can you solve my problem? Yeah. 
And that's what you need to focus on. That's, that's the biggest mistake I see in copy is just getting all, because we get so as business owners, we get so excited about all the things we're including in our offer and how it's so amazing. And we're so excited. Right. But then we tend to forget, you know, just simplify it, let go of all of that, you know, answer the questions if they have them, but focus on the result they really want. And that, that is what they will buy. Yeah. I love that. Okay. I have, uh, well, what could be my final question? And it's a question I probably would not have asked you a year ago, (laughs) but how do you see the role of AI evolving in the world of copywriting, especially with women in in the wellness industry? And are there specific AI tools or applications that you find particularly useful for creating impactful content? And I will tell you, I'll just slip this in because I was reading an email today and, I, and it was for this big event that actually happening, I think, in Victoria. And I was just like, oh, this sounds just like chat GPT. Like, I was just like, this is so chat GPT driven. And it made me realize, oh, soon this is going to be a big problem if you don't integrate your own your own personality. So I would love to hear your thoughts about this. Love it. Yes. So I think there is certainly a place for chat GPT, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like blogs and stuff that I refuse to write, but <laughs> no, AI has a place it's here to stay. You know, I yeah. can't deny it. I was in denial at first. I'm like, it's going to be another fad. that's going to go away. Like we're fine because everybody, you know, when it came blazing onto the scenes last November, everybody's reaching out to me and they're like, Oh my God, are you going to be out of a job? Like, yeah. Are you going to have a business in a month? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I'll be fine. And I did not realize how much it really was here to stay until my turning point was actually, I happened to, I was making a point for a masterclass I was doing for copywriters. And so I went on to some job boards because I just wanted to say, you know, like how many, I was showing them that it's not very helpful to apply for job boards as a copywriter because there's always like hundreds of applicants within hours. And it was I was like teaching people a better way to get clients as copywriters. Oh, that's cool. I'm looking on this job board and I'm like, huh, there was a copywriter position for $65,000 a year. And then right under that, there was a prompt engineer position starting salary $250,000. Yeah. And I was like, holy heck. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I was like quarter of a million dollars. If you know what to say to chat GPT, like that is wild. And so that was the turning point for me where I kind of woke up and was like, okay, I should maybe figure out how to use this tool before then. I was like, I'm not going to use it. Like I'm a real copywriter. I write myself, (laughs) (laughs) which I still write my own copy. It's a great tool, but nothing more than that. It cannot replace humans. It Ultimately, I think it's just going to get worse in a sense, like it will get better, but you're going to start seeing a lot more of it. Yeah. And then it's going to be emulating itself, right? Because it's going to be pulling from all these. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. So it ultimately, I think it's going to degenerate Mm. in a sense. Interesting. In that sense, but it's a great place to start. Like I love using it 
to get like the first stab at a sales page or the first stab at an email, like, Hey, chat GPT, do this. And there is something to be said for how you engineer the prompt. Like I took a course on prompt engineering so that I was better at engineering those prompts and what I put into it. But even with those, which are very high level, like I purchased it from, you know, a, a very, very good copywriter who had done, I think he put his head down and just did like 16 hours a day, literally on chat GPT for like a month. And he just learned all this stuff. And then he created a course and put it out. So high quality stuff. And you still get stuff out of it. That's like, yeah, chat wrote that. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, it just, it's not a perfect system. You still need, you still need the heart and the soul of a human being. Those are the two that I mentioned the most especially with women and especially in the wellness space, because we're, we're caregivers, we're nurturers, we're Mm -hmm. compassion, we have love, like, we don't want to be salesy and robotic, we want to, you know, we already struggle enough with sales, you know, we want to just like, oh, I, or you're nurturers, if you're in the healthcare space, you're a nurturer. Yeah, So definitely. Chat just, chat can't embody that. Yeah. You know, you have, a great leg up on men for sure. As a woman, you understand emotions at a higher level. You understand compassion and nurturing at a different level. And so you already have that going for you. Use chat GPT as a tool to get some things started. You know, you could even say like, you know, chat, tell me 10 headlines, you know, that say this result, you know, and put in the result and then just have it come up with 10 headlines. Even if you don't end up using one of them, it might spark an idea of something you do use. When I do the sales pages. hmm? That's what seems to happen for me. It seems to just like spark ideas. Yeah. And then you just springboard from there. So I put stuff in like for the sales pages, I'll say, you know, write a 10 point sales page you know, include this, don't include this, put it in this tone. Here's the ideal client. And then it'll write it out. And I use a fraction of what pops out, but enough is different from what I would normally think of, or at least gets me going from a blank page. Yeah. A lot of times the blank page, blank screen is a barrier for people. They're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Good point. So if nothing else, use chat GPT just to start. And then you can always, you know, copy and paste it into your document and then just delete most of it. Add the little bits that help. One great thing that chat GPT does is tell stories. So if you need an example to make a certain point, or if you want an example from a popular TV show or movie or something, you can say like, chat GPT, tell me a story of X, Y individual who, you know, does this and does this and, or an example from friends. Like Mm -hmm. if you know you have, like if your client base loves friends and that's what they're going to connect with. Yeah. Golden girls or, you know, whatever (laughs) the case may be. That is a great way to use ChatGPT because you may not remember all those stories. You can always, again, you're going to tweak it. Don't use it verbatim, but it is great for idea generation for sure. And it's yeah. fast. It's it's just so much faster than humans. Like we can't, we can't compete with that. You know, I, I can't write a full sales page in like 1.2 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So, nope. You know, my end result is a whole lot better than what Chat. GPT comes up with in that amount of time, but you know, at least it gives you a place to start. 
and you know yeah. kind of the direction to take and then you got to add your heart and your soul to it that human human component for sure yeah i love that i think that's a great way to kind of um wrap wrap this up is there anything else that you feel like is important that maybe we didn't talk about that you want to share and then secondly how can people learn more about you where did they find you find me Ooh, I feel like we covered just a lot of great stuff. Today. A lot of good nuggets for sure. I took some good notes. <laughs> yes. I would just say, don't forget you're the answer to people's prayer, yeah. which makes it your duty to share. Oh, good full circle like moment there. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's there. a key to helping people remember to, to just, just, just do it. Just don't, there's no perfect timing. Just, just get out yeah. there. Just and don't stop. take yourself so seriously. Right. Like we stress about like, oh my gosh, is this the right time of day to post a reel or what's the algorithm going to do? Or what is so-and-so going to think? And it's like, oh my gosh, lighten up people. The more fun you have, the more money you make. So yeah, so much pressure you're putting on yourself. We put a tremendous amount of pressure and I say we, cause I'm guilty of it at times yeah. as well. So, so um, how are you helping people right now? And how can people find out more about you and what do people need to know? Yes. I would love if you're listening to this to come and find me on Instagram at dawn.copyqueen. That is where I play the most and have fun and love connecting with people. So pop into my DMs and say, Hey, and maybe the nugget that you loved the most from yeah, our conversation here. I'd love to hear from you. I just love connecting with other business owners. It's been an amazing part of entrepreneurship that I wasn't expecting. It's was like mm. a surprise and delight of this journey of really mm. finding a community online with other business owners. So some come say hi there. And yeah, there are two main ways that I help people now. I still write done for you copy for clients, mainly female entrepreneurs like yourselves. And then I also coach copywriters now to build a profitable business. So oh, that's so great. I love it. That's my awesome. two loves coaching and copywriting. So How yeah, beautiful. come say hi on Instagram. Yeah, I'll pop the link below. And thank you so much for taking the time today. I love this conversation. I think it was super fun. I love, I love, I'm not a copywriter, but I love copywriting because I love the concepts and like the, the thought process behind it. And the, it's, you know, it's, it's like marketing on paper, right? So I, I love it. Thank you so much, Don. You are welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Her Wellness Business Empire. My hope is that you receive some value and inspiration from this episode and will be able to implement some of the content inside your wellness business. If you loved it, please subscribe to my podcast and share it on Instagram for your women and wellness friends. And please tag me at her.wellness.business.empire so I can say a big thank you. And of course, I would be honored if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. Now go build the wellness business empire of your dreams.